Welcome to the Unpinned Podcast. My name is Fenley and I'm your host, Pinterest Boss Babe, and your magical virtual assistant. With this podcast, I'm sharing everything with you on my business journey and along the way teaching you how to tap into powerful resources. I'd love to provide multiple sources of inspiration and thoughts from others in the business who can definitely relate to your business journey. I continuously empower you as you build your business, pursue your dreams, content creation, and even marketing strategy because everything is not a one-size-fits-all formula in my world. So let's talk. All right, welcome back to the Unpinned Podcast. My name is Fen Lee, and I am your host. Today, I have a very special guest. His name is Paul Larson, and I'm a huge fan of him. He is the Find Your Voice coach. So he likes to provide all these clear leadership visions for a lot of teams and a lot of leadership brands, and he delivers executive coaching. And I have such a pleasure to speak with him today, to speak with all of you about a wonderful topic that I love to really dive deep in with him, which is his imposter syndrome topic. (laughs) So you want to tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you do before we get into that topic? I know I'm like really excited. I really want to talk about it. Sure, Finley. First of all, thank you so much for having me uh, on. It's a pleasure and an honor to be a guest. And mm-hmm. I'd like to like to always say that I'm kind of a what we would call a confident imposter. So, um, you know, I have lived with imposter syndrome practically my whole life, I guess, and I didn't realize it right until later on in my career, where I would you know, I kind of felt like I didn't belong. Like, what, what am I doing here in this job? Or why am I in this room with all these people who are smarter than me or seem to have it all together? Or gosh, I feel like a fake or I feel like a fraud, you know, like I'm going to be found out, you know, so one day somebody's going to come up and say, Paul, we know that we know that you're a fake. We know that you don't know what you're doing in your job. You know, I'm going to be found out. I didn't know what these feelings were. Mm-hmm. And, Somebody, somebody said to me once, um, oh, it's just, it's just, you just need more confidence, Paul. And I said to myself, well, you know, I understand that, but I'm pretty confident. Like I can get on stage and I can talk to people in an audience and I can be confident inside. I was questioning everything. So I like to call myself the confident imposter because it's not just about having confidence. It's not just about having that self-assurance. It really is understanding we need to be our full selves, right? And yeah. and to be able to understand that, you know, we do belong and, and we're not a fake and we're not a fraud. And over time, we can use those feelings or those voices that come into my head as sort of ways in which we can grow and develop. So I don't run from my imposter anymore. My imposter is with me at all times. It's like a best BFFs. Um, and I and I just love it. And it tells me whenever I feel like an imposter, it's a way for me to know, hey, you're doing something new. You're growing. You're stepping out of your comfort zone. And that's why my imposter is my BFF. <laughs> 
I love that. And I totally can relate to the whole, you know, being in a room full of people where they're more smarter than you, more successful than you, you know, it's just like, like, what am I doing here? Like, why did I agree to do this? Right. Exactly. So I totally can relate to that. So it sounds mm. like there are different kinds of imposter syndrome. And it was kind of interesting because I was asked to ask this question to you sure. because I was, of course, I was talking up the entire excitement about having you on this podcast. Oh, wonderful. And this one person goes, well, is there such a thing as like imposter syndrome causing fear? Like, is that a thing too? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Great question. Great question. Imposter syndrome can be a catalyst or a trigger for lots of different feelings, including fear. And when we look at, when we take fear apart, you know, let's, let's dive into fear for just a moment because we all yeah. have it. We're, we're human. We're human. So of course yes. we have fear. And it could be something as fearful as jumping off a cliff or, 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 or skydiving or speaking in front of a room or just raising my hand or fear of crossing the street. There's so many kinds of fear. Well, fear comes from our fixed mindset. You know, oh. Carol Dweck wrote the book on mindset. And we basically have, we have a fixed mindset, which is where everything is like tidied up in a nice little box. And we know what to do to go from A to B to C. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do every day. Now we don't want to go, oh, no, 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 no. We don't want to go from A to D or we don't want to go from A to Z. We mm -hmm. have to go A to B to C. So in other words, our fixed mindset is based on fear, fear of the unknown. Fear of doing something that we don't know. Fear of taking a step and we don't know what the result will be. All these things that come up. Imposter syndrome, the fear of failure, the fear of looking stupid, oh, yes. um, the fear of the fear of, you know, I'm I'm gonna be found out, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Those are all fears. So absolutely, imposter syndrome can feed into fear, and fear can feed into imposter syndrome because. At the core of our fixed mindset mm -hmm. is our ego. And our ego never wants us to look stupid. Stupid. Yes. Exactly. Yes. And when we grow, right? When we try something new, is there a chance, you know, we're going to, oh my gosh, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to ride this bike. I don't know how to, I don't know how to parasail. I don't even know how to swim. I don't know mm -hmm. how to like do any, you know, whenever we try something new, there's always, this, oh, I'm, I'm going to look so stupid. I'm just going to look so stupid. I'm not going to sure what I'm going to do. That's a fear. But right. when, we grow, when we grow in anything, our growth mindset, it can be messy because we're going to try things out and some things are going to be, some things are going to be successful. Some things may not be. When we rode a bike for the first time, did we maybe fall over on the bike? Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, when babies take their first steps, do they fall and wobble and fall down? Of course. That's why they're called baby steps, because they stand back up, they try it again, and pretty soon there's a sustainable strength and momentum, and they continue then to walk. That's wow. why anything we do, it takes baby steps. That's why the, the you know, that's, that's why I love to use that analogy. Cause it's like, we don't just go from zero to 180 or zero right. to 60. It's not like we, we came out of the room, you know, right. first running, you know, exactly. We, we, we want to like take the baby steps. So they're sustainable. So yes, fear can absolutely be part of imposter syndrome. And certainly imposter syndrome can, can, 
can drive fear as well. Right. Okay. So in that particular case, right, we talked about how it can be a part of it. Uh, how do we embrace that as part of our business? Because a lot of business owners feel a lot of fear of the unknown, right? Right. So how do we embrace that or turn that into a tool for success in our business? Right, right. So I have a kind of a, you know, um, this is what has worked for me. Mm-hmm. And this is what has worked for my clients. It doesn't mean it works for everybody. Yes, but, yes. But there's there's three kind of three kind of steps. And, and I call them the three A's because I love to keep things all in like synchronicity because it's easy for me to remember because- uh-huh. Um, I, I I love to just kind of like like I'm I, I love to be street smart around things. Mm-hmm. Simplicity is, is key. <laughs> yes, absolutely. The first is awareness. Be aware of what you're doing. Why are you doing it? So for entrepreneurs that are like starting a business or starting something new or 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 launching something or or doing something, mm-hmm. you know, that is like, wow, this is incredible. We don't normally being part of that field and being part of that population. We don't normally just go out and do it without thinking. Every action is preceded by a thought. So I am very, very, very deliberate with my thoughts. That awareness of what am I doing? Why am I doing this? What's the purpose and what's the outcome I'm looking for? I may not know exactly how I'm going to do it, but I have a purpose. I'm inspired about something, which all entrepreneurs are, right? Entrepreneurs right. do something because they're inspired about something. So I latch onto that inspiration and I'm aware of that inspiration, excuse me, and I feel it. So I'm a, a bring, bringing that awareness in first. So that's yeah. the very, very first thing. Awareness of our thoughts and what we can do. The second thing is then, and this is where we kind of step over and we, we kind of sometimes bridge over this, Mm. advocacy advocacy of ourselves so we are really good as humans for looking for what we call that external advocacy or external validation do they like me do they (sighs) am i getting enough posts am i getting enough reposts am i getting enough likes am i getting enough snaps oh my word am i getting enough views on my on my on my tiktok we're always kind of looking for that external advocacy, that external validation. Now, I'm not right. saying that's not important, right? but it has to start with ourselves first. Mm-hmm. You've got to advocate for yourself because you may not have that external advocacy. I've known mm. people that have gone through their lives and, and, and have, 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 have been so successful in what they've done and they've done it on their own. They haven't had the support of family and friends like a lot of us have been blessed to have. Right. They they believed in themselves. And that's what advocacy is. I Mm. believe in myself. I believe that I have everything that I need within to figure this out. I've gotten, you know, I've gotten through life to this point and I'm still alive. So I must be doing something (laughs) something right. right. Yes, exactly. And again, it's that advocacy, right? So it's awareness that then leads to the internal, that self advocacy so it's self-awareness self-advocacy and then the very last a and this is the one where people may get a little stuck sometimes action you have to take action that's the baby steps now sometimes we think we have to take large scale steps and we don't Mm. we don't take a baby step 
What is one thing you could do today that will move you a little bit closer, half an inch or an inch even, to your to your vision? Just one step. It doesn't yes. have to be a large, grandiose step. Mm-hmm. You know, if if we follow social media as most people do nowadays, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. I, I you know, here are the eight steps. To yeah, there are a, a... so many requirements. It's, right. it's totally, right. yeah. Right. And there's other people telling us, oh, if you want to become a seven figure this and an eight figure this and a six figure this, I'm like, I just want to be a three figure. You know, don't, I'm fine. I just want to start small. And I want, because the action will then validate our awareness, which validates our advocacy which then will lead us to more action. And pretty soon you have this algorithm going, which is what I do. And, and I don't, I don't, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm not human. Yeah, so yeah. I certainly can, I can certainly read the Facebook posts and the Insta posts and the LinkedIn posts and Twitter and everything else. You're not doing enough, Paul, or you've got to do this. Or you got to do that. And it's like, <laughs> you know what? I am doing enough for myself right now. That's advocacy. And here's what I'm going to do tomorrow to lead to more action and that's what i do and 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 i i i i i i don't worry about how people will judge me because we will be judged anyway the only people i want to impress is myself and that's how i work on this and so (laughs) that releases a lot of burdens from me in terms of what i feel i need to be to other people that's so great. I also feel like that's like a way to honor yourself too, right? Is that, you know, you're not allowing any kind of outside judgment to come in and change your mind about who you are and why you do what you do. I think that's really wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, with imposter syndrome, a lot of people think imposter syndrome is like a bad thing. So what's a, what's a, I, I mean, I would like to assume that it's a myth, <laughs> <laughs> that that it's not good for business. And most people are like, well, you can't go through your entire business, you know, having imposter syndrome and being a fake. So in that particular case, what do you have to say about that? Well, I would contradict that. Um, I've lived with imposter syndrome. Um, right. I thrive with it. And here's what I here's how I finesse it. It's all about our thoughts, right? Because it's in our head. Other people aren't coming up to me and saying, oh, you're a fake. Oh, you're a fraud. Oh, you don't belong here. That's all my voices. Those are my thoughts in my head that are Mm. thinking that, right? People aren't actually doing that. So what I do is when those thoughts appear, when those voices in my head appear, I celebrate it. I turn it into a big old party and I'm like, whoa, this is cool. Because when that happens, it's like a little ringy dingy in my head, you know, and it says, Oh, Paul, something triggered your imposter voice right now. What is it that triggered it? And I look around and of course I can probably figure it out in in a nanosecond what triggered it. And I look and say, wow, that means you're doing something good. You're doing something new. You're leaving your fixed mindset. You're trying to overcome or dilute your fear. You're, You're trying to nest yourself in the growth, in the growth mindset. And again, our ego doesn't like that. So our ego right. will throw the imposter army on me. And I'm right. just like, you know what? Welcome. Welcome to my party. Let's have a <laughs> celebration. So I don't try to overcome it. Mm-hmm. Um, because overcoming, you know, in today's world, overcoming stuff, 
it take. I mean, it just takes a lot of work. I'm just like, mm. let's make this easy. So instead of trying to overcome something, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm going to celebrate it and let's make it work for me. And that's what it does. You know, let me give you an example. Um, sure. I published my book, Find Your Voice as a Leader, back in quite a few years ago, right? Right. And it's it's been a great book. It's, I've had some great, great, great um, um, reviews of it. It won an award. It's like, it's, it's really good. But I still feel, I still felt for many years like, Mm, I don't know if I'm really an author. You know, I don't like, I don't like, you're really an imposter author, Paul. You're a coach. Yes. You're a consultant. Yes. You're a trainer, facilitator. Yes. But when the word author came up, it was like, mm, yeah, I don't think you're kind of a fake. So I knew that. I knew right. that about myself, even though I had a book on Amazon that people buy, right? Well, yes. Why? So I was at a conference and yeah. I spoke on a conference stage and I, and I spoke and People clapped and they, they said, wow, great, great speech. And so after the conference, um, after I spoke, I was outside at my little booth and people mm -hmm. came up to me. And this one gentleman came up to me and I had my book there. Mm -hmm. And he goes, is this your book, Paul? And I said, yeah. I go, I go this is this is a book I, you know, I wrote and, and um, I authored and so forth. And he looked at it and he goes, I want to buy all these copies. I want to buy all these copies for every single person in my, in my company. He was a CEO. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. And I just like, now that, you know, Finley, that's like a godsend when somebody does that, right? right? Like, oh, I was like, whoa, whoa, right yeah. there. My imposter voice. This was 2019, right before pandemic hit. Right. So it was, it was just a few, couple years ago. Right there, my imposter voice came up and said, Paul, you need to tell him you can't sell him these books. You're fake. You're a fraud. You can't let him spend money on this book. Even <laughs> though the book had been out for a few years. Right. And he wanted to he wanted to buy it my imposter voice still said uh, uh paul don't let him buy these 20 copies don't let him do that you don't want to do that um, you can't let him do that and i'm staring right at him as my voice is speaking to me and mm -hmm. i'm smiling at him and he's looking at me like i want to buy these books and i just said to myself celebrate party and i said absolutely thank you so much and when i said thank you so much he thought I was saying, thank you so much to him. I was actually saying, thank you so much to my imposter. <laughs> that was my way to put my imposter right to bed and say, you know what? I'm going to stay out late tonight, imposter. You go back to bed. This is a party. Thank you so much for trying to protect me, imposter. Because the imposter is kind of like, oh, you're not an author. Don't make yourself look stupid in front of these people. It's like, thank you so much. I've got it. And I went ahead. And of course, I sold him the books. He was incredibly satisfied. Mm -hmm. I signed each one. It was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful engagement, right? Right. But right there in that split second, I had just talked on stage. I had come off stage. I had this book. He wanted to buy all the copies and my imposter still showed up. That just tells you that it can be triggered at any point. So it was up to me to say, absolutely, you know, I had to just like say thank you to it and then, and then go forward with that validation <laughs> and recognition. That is so great. I love that story, by the way. I also wanted to add, like, it sounds like with imposter syndrome, it's, it's a small little transition phase, right? It's like a growth phase. So you're going to feel uncomfortable with it at first, but eventually you're going to grow into your imposter. 
Is yeah, that right? that's a great way to think about it. Um, and if if you really are aware, remember awareness, mm-hmm. awareness, advocacy, and action. If you are aware of your imposter, then it can't. You're you're disempowering it by being aware of it, right? And you're yeah. absolutely right. And the great thing here's the here's the other thing about imposter syndrome. Um, it was actually coined as a, as as a, as an actual thing back in the 1970s, and it really is attributed to successful professionals. So if you have dealt with imposter syndrome, if you feel your imposter voice and you listen to that imposter voice, you are in wonderful company. Because mm-hmm. up to 80% of successful, keyword, successful professionals in the world, across the globe, have experienced imposter syndrome one or more times in their lives. And in, in the public domain, you have right. everybody from Oprah Winfrey to Michelle Obama wow. to Tom Hanks to Howard Schultz, who's the, the, the former CEO of Starbucks. Right. They've all admitted to having imposter syndrome wow. and, and, and they they've admitted to not feeling it, not feeling like they're adequate for where they are. So if these people in the public domain can be vulnerable enough to admit it, I kind of felt like I can be vulnerable enough to admit it to admit myself it. Mm. right, and then work with it. So you're in great company. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, when Oprah gave away those cars years ago, oh, yeah, you yeah. get a car, you get a you car, get a car you get a car. You have imposter syndrome. You have imposter syndrome. You have imposter syndrome. I mean, <laughs> it's great. Yes. You know, it's 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 like don't run from it. Don't yeah. don't be fearful of it. Don't avoid it because that's what our fixed mindset wants us to do is avoid anything that is going to be new. Yeah. To avoid anything that is going to be going to um 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 make us grow, right? And that's the imposter is kind of, you know, the imposter is like trying to keep a leash on us. Right. Right. And and so forth. And I just said, no, nope, no problem. I, I, I know who you are. You're my friend. I don't I don't look at you as an enemy. You're my friend, but I'm not going to let you influence me in terms of this decision or that decision. I love that. I love that so much. I think I think that it's so important that we have this kind of discussion because a lot of people think about how they're going to run their business and, you know, what it's going to look like and what they're going to do, but they have so many doubts. They have so many unknowns. So this is a very reassuring topic to say, Hey, this is how it can go because you can have all these fears. You can have all these feelings and all these emotions and that's okay. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. It, 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 we're going to have fears. We're human. We're going to yeah. be discouraged. We're going to get angry. We're going to be frustrated. But we I don't can know also anybody oh, that's. I don't know anybody that's fearless. By the way, like exactly, exactly. And 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 there are you know we can mask fear in so many different ways. Right? right. And 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 yet we can. I look for ways that I'm going to be inspired. Right. I I look for inspiration. Um, that doesn't always have to come from someone else. That can come right. from what I'm doing. That can come from what I'm reading. That can come from what I'm thinking, right? And so I look for, for inspiration versus friction. I want to be inspired about something I'm doing. I want to be inspired about 
some something I'm thinking. I'm going to be inspired about somebody I'm with, whatever that is, right? Yeah. So I'm inspired. And I don't, there's, you know, the life throws, life, life presents to us what it presents to us. Yes, it does. And we can decide how, what we take of it and so forth. And, you know, people, 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 the world right now is, is, can be, can be uh, construed as volatile and chaotic, but I don't know of a time when it wasn't. And people say, well, right now it's really different. Well, of course, it's different than it was mm-hmm. yesterday and mm-hmm. the 1980s and the 1970s. <laughs> but you talk to people from all different decades and it's all relative, right? right. And just because we're going through something, we're going through this his- historical piece right now, that doesn't mean that people haven't gone through that in the past and won't go mm-hmm. through that in the future. Right. So I just, I don't worry about that. And I look at what I can influence, which is myself. And I look at how I want to influence and then what I can then project out to others. Right. And that's what I do. And that's what I love to do. And and that's why, you know, my imposter is my BFF. Right. right. And I just recognize it. And I'm not, it wasn't going to, I wasn't going to fight it. Once I realized what it was um, and that it's a real, and it is a thing. It's like, oh, wow. I mean, I remember back at, it, it was 2004. <laughs> And I was in a meeting of some kind and, and um, some, my, my mentor would happen to be in the meeting too, that I had. And she said to me afterwards, she says, you know, you were really quiet in that meeting. She goes, I thought, you, you know, you have opinions and I thought you were going to, you know, talk more in that meeting. And I said, yeah, well, I go, I don't know. I go, I don't know if, if my opinions mean anything. And she says, what are you talking about? Paul, she goes, what do you mean your opinions don't mean anything? Why are you, why, da, da, da. And she asked me some really good questions, right? And I just kind of answered like that. And, you know, it was like, well, I'm not sure if I, you know, I'm not even quite sure if if I had the expertise to be in that meeting. Then she just looked at me straight on and she said, do you feel like a fake sometimes or a fraud? Just like that. And nobody's ever asked me that before, right? <laughs> nobody goes around asking. Like I said, You're asking, do you feel fake? <laughs> right. And I said, and I looked at her, I go, uh-huh. I do. And she goes, oh, 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 you got imposter syndrome. That's just imposter, like that. Like, yeah, that's, that's imposter syndrome. And I go, come again? Like, what? What? Stop. Re- rewind that. What did you say? <laughs> and this was like 2004, which, you know, right. is still, still our century here. Right. But I didn't know what it was. And I, I and, and she goes, yeah, she goes, that's when you're not feeling, you feel inadequate. You don't feel like you belong. You feel like people are going to find out you're, you're really a fake and fraud and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? That's a real thing. So I leaned into it. And ever since then, I've just leaned into it and just said, oh, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to like, like I said, run from it. Yeah. It, 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 you know, there, you know, you know, you know, there's so many other things in life that, that I want to focus my energy on. And this was not yeah. one of them. So when mm. it, when it comes up, I just say, "Hey, thank you very much," and move on from that. Right, because it takes too much energy to fight something rather mm-hmm. than to just go with it. Right. So I right. love that. So we do have to wrap up, unfortunately, but I am so glad that we got all of this out because this is a again, this is a really wonderful topic. I would like to know if you have any words of wisdom or advice for our listeners, even though you've already bestowed upon us a lot of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I don't know if it's a word of wisdom, right? My mm-hmm. imposter's like, no, it's not wisdom, Paul. It's just what you think. <laughs> um, no, um, look, 
I think everybody is special. I think everyone has their own reason for being. Um, everyone is inspiring, right? No matter who they are, what they do, where they're at. I, I just really feel that. Um, and the world is what the what the world is comprised of all of us, right? So I always like to say that, you know, my job is not to change the world. My job is to change myself so our world will change. So I look mm. for ways in which I can grow. I look for ways in which I can inspire. And that starts with me. You know, there's a lot of talk right now about inclusivity and being included. Right. Well, inclusivity starts with I. Right. And you've got to include yourself in all that you do for inspiration, for awareness, and, 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 and for the voice that you bring. And that's why I wrote the book. That's what, that's what I do. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone has a voice within. So find your voice that's unique for yourself and then use it for good in the world. That's wonderful. I love that. I absolutely am in love with every word of wisdom or, you know, fancy fancy word for thoughts, but wonderful, wonderful stuff. So how can our listeners connect with you? I know that you have an Instagram, but is there any other way that they can connect with you? Sure. They can connect on my website, which is Paul N. Uh, Larsen, L-A-R-S-E-N-S-E-N, -E -E a good Norwegian name, dot com. <laughs> um, or they can shoot me a direct uh, email at paul at paulnlarsen.com. They can find me on Insta. They can find me on Twitter. They can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm always happy to chat. It, oh, it's not, you know, I'm always happy to just have an, a lovely conversation with people. So never, never fear, never fear of reaching out. Don't let your imposter not reach out. <laughs> right. Love it. So I will be putting all of the, that contact info in the description, of course. And I would love the link to your book included as well oh so, certainly thank you that Femi. way they thank can you. have your wonderful find your voice book right sure thank you thank all you. right well thank you so much paul for joining me today on my podcast i'm so happy you were able to make it and bestow upon us all this wonderful words of wisdom and making the world a better place and until next time guys you know keep on doing your business and keep pitting we'll see you guys next week Thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode. If you loved my wonderful guest speaker, be sure to follow them by checking out the episode's description below for their links. Until next episode, stay connected.